Hello again and welcome to another edition of Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. I'm Adam Hildebrandt, joined by Tiger Football Head Coach Josh Blankenship. Uh, heading into, it's actually, it feels like it's been forever because we played Thursday uh, and now we play again tomorrow. But uh, Coach, you had uh, a big game out of your special teams, a little bit of a roller coaster of game out of special teams because they, they started, uh, Southmore did, returning the opening kickoff for a touchdown, but then you guys got two scores on kick return. So let's start with the special teams since they were, you know, a pretty big part in that game. What did you see? Let's let's start with the kind of general gist before we get into specifics of how those units graded out over the course of that game. Yeah, minus that first opening kickoff uh, graded out really high. Uh, the guys are really giving great effort, playing sound, uh, doing some really good things. We've eliminated some some stupid penalties um, that can happen. You know, especially when you get a big return like Caleb did a couple times. Stuff behind the ball uh, once he's you know, made a move and is in open space, uh, being smarter in those situations, uh, really outside of uh, that opening kickoff, uh, was really pleased with our special teams. How exciting is it when you see Caleb Barnett get into open space? Well, always exciting. Um, you know, we've been waiting kind of for that to um, explode. You know, he's he's very capable anytime he's got the ball in his hands. And then, uh, you know, honestly, the first priority on punt return is is catch the punt, you know, you, you know, the nightmare happens when it hits the ground and starts bounce, bouncing another 15, 20 yards. Um, so he did a good job of fielding the punt. And then uh, the rest after that was all him. Did you have uh, the same punt return on, on both of those occasions? Yeah. Or? Yeah. We, we really didn't even have a return set up uh, what their scheme or, and not to be um, negative, but their lack of scheme on their punt team, um, you know, we just decided we were going to engage their front guys and drive them back and then let Caleb do what Caleb does. Okay. So that it, able to essentially create space without even necessarily right. setting up a, a cohesive block, uh, that actually also kind of answers the next question I had was, was there something that you wanted to attack that you saw from their, uh, you know, their punt team. So that, that adds to that as well. Uh, let, let's move on to the defense. Cause they didn't allow a point in the game. And, right. you know, that opening kickoff was the only seven points that, that Southmore got. What did you see on that side of the ball? Uh, guys up front, D-line, really uh, coming into their own, finding a rhythm. Um, you know, they were explosive. They were playing on the other line of scrimmage or other side of the line of scrimmage most of the night. When they do that, you know, they let our uh, really good core of linebackers make a bunch of plays. Um, you know, and then the secondary showed up big time as well. Um, what do we have? At least one pick, I believe, uh, with uh, Condry. Mm -hmm. um, and I think we had a, a one of our DBs had a pick as well. Yeah. Um, so very pleased. You know, not only are they – Forcing three and outs, uh, not only are they getting uh, sacks, um, but getting turnovers and then even points. Um, you know, really pleased with how our defense is coming along. Yeah, anytime you get uh, 21 points from the defense and special oh, teams, yeah. that's going to make the offense's job a lot easier over the course of that game. Uh, Lane Condry, who we're going to hear from in a little while, uh, Austin Newell, Dietrich Moore, those are kind of your, your starting linebackers. And some other guys rotate in there as well, but uh, – it seems like they have really gelled as a unit over the course of these first four games. What are you seeing from them right now? That exactly. I mean, they're really playing uh, complimentary football. Um, I think just with the understanding of Coach Mon's scheme, uh, you know, the experience game by game by game of playing together, um, just finding a way to be cohesive and, uh, and, and great understanding of what their jobs and their roles are. Is that uh, kind of their biggest improvement just in terms of the, the mental side of the game for those three playing together? Yeah, I think so. I think just settling in, it's it's to me, and Coach Mon might disagree, but it's, it's very similar to O-line play. Like, uh, you know, if you have one new guy in there, uh, there's chemistry that's got to be developed and, and guys trusting one another to do their jobs, take care of their gap, um, whatever their responsibilities are. You know, that takes a lot of trust, um, especially for big playmakers that want to try and do everything. 
You know, we, we have not talked about uh, this group of safeties a whole lot, uh, which is a little bit of a shame because they've made some really big plays over the course of the year. Uh, Elisha Wilson seems to kind of show up everywhere at times. Uh, you've had Donovan Hardaway, J.Q. Manns, who have both been back there. Uh, what do they bring to the table as a group? Uh, leadership, athleticism, length. Um, you know, Elisha and J.Q. are uh, very uh, pretty specimens back there, you know, roam in the middle, uh, long, can run, uh, very um, – uh, very good at attacking the ball when the ball's in the air. Donovan's kind of our uh, our drill sergeant. Uh, he gets everybody lined up. Um, he's got a great understanding, a great intellect for for our scheme and football in general. Um, so our safeties uh, really, again, like everybody, pleased with how they're coming along. And we've not seen a lot of balls that have been thrown deep down the middle of the field. Is that a testament to those guys being over the top and, and, and what they do in terms of pass coverage? I think so. I think we kind of had a wake-up call there that first week against Bentonville. Uh, we talked about, I know that seems like a lifetime ago, but bad eyes and poor alignment. And we've ironed a lot of those things out. And so hopefully we can maintain uh, you know that consistency there. That's a look at the defense and the special teams. We'll talk some Tiger football offense when we t- return in just a moment. This is Tiger football brought to you by Rib Crib. Right now, get $200 from TTCU Federal Credit Union when you open a new checking account with direct deposit. What would you buy with $200? Cars, race cars, my own apartment, 100 coloring books, and a puppy. Or maybe some groceries and a tank of gas. $200 for whatever works for you from TTCU. Because life is better in balance. Welcome back to Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. Adam Hildebrand alongside Tiger Football head coach Josh Blankenship. Uh, coach, offensively, uh, able to get the ball to the perimeter with quite a bit of success uh, in that game last Thursday. Uh, opened up some big holes for multiple guys in the running game. What, what did that offensive line show you uh, last week? Uh, continued improvement. Uh, you know, we've we talked about other groups and, and gelling and finding that chemistry and cohesiveness, and that O-line group uh, has been together for, you know, that was our fourth game together. Um, so continued improvement there. And then uh, with the three backs that we have that are all three are very special, um, that stuff just complements one another. Um, and then when you've got threats on the outside to be able to hit some balls uh, down the field, uh, that, that forces the defense to stay honest. You know, Caleb Barnett, we talked about some, him some in the, in the punt return game. We'll hear from him in just a little while also. But uh, how does he challenge a defense when he's on the field as a wide receiver? Well, when he's on the outside, he's always got the threat of running right by you. Uh, when he's at the slot, he's got that threat of RPO, uh, which can really stress a defense on trying to, especially if they're trying to uh, not necessarily play straight up man, but they want to try to honor what he could do in the RPO and play the box in the run game. Uh, he really stresses a defense there on, on forcing them to choose. Caden uh, Jones is another young guy who uh, has been producing. He nearly doubled his production this last week. He had 80-something yards. I think he was 88, something like that. Uh, obviously, he's very talented. Uh, what do you want to see him continue to improve on as he works through his freshman season? Uh, just more reps and more experience. Uh, he's he's growing into uh, you know his own. Um, you know He's got all the talent, and then it's, uh, it's just a matter of time before he gets comfortable um, – uh, to be able to create the really special things that, that happen just with time and more reps. Um, you know, all those guys, um, they're all dependent upon us having success as a unit. It's, it's never surprising to me that when we get in a rhythm and we start playing with good pace, how anybody could pop off and anybody could have a great game at any given moment. Um, that's a credit to the whole unit working together. Uh, Owen Jones uh, continues to make good throws, continues to protect the football. 
how much more comfortable is he now than he was a month ago when we started this season? Uh, night and day. And uh, he's such a poised individual that he would never show you any uh, nerves or uh, any lack of poise. Uh, so he did a really good job early in the season of uh, of, of appearing confident, uh, just having been there, <laughs> you know, having played it. Um, I could tell he was just guarding uh, what was probably going on the inside. Now you can really tell there's some confidence brewing there and there's some comfort and he's settled in. Um, I'm anxious for him to start coming over and telling me what he's seeing and some things that he would like to start doing. Uh, you've you've had uh, you know a pretty deep group of wide receivers all throughout the course of this year. Uh, Ad Romans had that big highlight catch. Uh, we saw a, a touchdown catch last week from Caleb Barnett. Uh, do you feel like you guys are kind of starting to zero in on which you know how to use each guys in their own personal strengths in that group? Yeah, that's coming for sure. Um, you you kind of get a knack for strengths. Um, what one guy does a little better than the other. Um, and again, that's assuming everybody's healthy. Uh, sure. You know, we didn't have Cade uh, Matthews last week. We're excited to have him back this week. Um, you know, the more you've got all your guys healthy, like anybody would tell you, you know, the more of a threat you can put together and uh, the more likely you are to be able to use their strengths instead of just uh, relying on the only thing that you have. A lot of weapons, and they'll be back on the field uh, this week at Norman North. More to come in just a moment. We'll talk about that Norman North matchup after we talk with a couple of players coming up here in the next segment. This is Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. Recently, you've had to put your life on hold, and we're with you in this. At Ascension St. John, we're now open for appointments, and we are fully prepared for your safety and our care. As we open our doors again, our doctors, nurses, and care teams will continue to wear personal protective equipment. We've taken even more steps to clean and stringently disinfect all areas. We will maintain distancing in our waiting rooms and will continue to limit visitors. And we will still screen all staff to protect their health and yours. Our emergency rooms are here 24-7. Please do not delay care. We're still delivering babies and performing surgeries. And we're open for your appointments, from specialists in surgical care to routine care and health screenings. Ask us about virtual visits. Ascension St. John continues to care for you, as we have been for almost a century. Thank you for trusting us. Welcome back to Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. Adam Hildebrand, Coach Blankenship, back with you. We're joined now by Lane Condry, who's a junior linebacker, and Caleb Barnett, who's a sophomore everything uh, for the most part, wide receiver, punt returner, et cetera, et cetera. So we're going to talk to those guys a little bit here. Uh, Caleb, let's start with you. You had the uh, the two punt returns in that game the other day. Uh, I, I want you to walk us through that first one where you, you basically kind of ran up face-to-face with the guy and bounced off him and ended up taking the distance. What? How did that play out from your perspective? So when I was running, I was trying to go catch the ball off the punt return, and there was like every their whole team was on this side, so I ran back this way. And there was just two guys in front of me, so I just ran right into them, and I stayed up. <laughs> so I just kept on running. Once you've bounced off like that, is it is it kind of like a broken play at that point? Like there, I would imagine whatever block setup was may have been in place is kind of busted up by that point. Once you've run into somebody and everybody's kind of moving around, yeah. I don't think um, nobody stopped blocking. I don't think they was just looking at me. I think they was just kept on blocking, so I just stepped on following them. All right. Now, do you, obviously, you're you're known for your speed. Do you also run track? Like, how did you just did you show up on the football field and suddenly you're fast? <laughs> no, I run track too. Okay. What 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 do you work on in terms of you know trying to add speed, gain speed? What are the kind of things that you do to to try to improve that? Uh, like different type of stretches. My coach, uh, Coach Davis, taught us in track. 
Okay. Uh, what, how does your, do you tracks in the spring, right? Do you, do you mostly just go from football straight into track? So I, I stopped playing uh, basketball this year, so I can stick with football and track. Okay. So uh, obviously you're talented in both of those. What what things do you run in track? Like what are, what are your events? I run the 100, the 200. I used to long jump, but in the relays. I once tried to uh, to high jump. I think I got to four and a half feet. Uh, I had no training in my defense, but uh, yeah, it did it did not go well. Uh, what what about away from football? What do, what do you like to do outside of uh, football and track? Um, just hang out with friends, play the game. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Lane Condry, junior linebacker. Uh, you've, you've kind of burst onto the scene this year. Uh, how comfortable are you now four weeks in with, with your role and, and, uh, what kind of prepared you to, to be able to play at this level this year? Well, you know, I had to get that, uh, first game jitters out of the way, you know? Um, but I've kind of, I've got into grooves where, you know, to, I don't know how to describe it. I don't know. I just gotten used to everything and the process of each game week and how I prepared. So do you, do you feel like you're playing more now as opposed to reacting to what's happening around you? Yeah, you could say that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so linebacker, obviously a very, very physical position. Uh, what did you do in terms of preparation to be able to, to play at this level uh, this season? A lot of, a lot of uh, extra work outside of, lifting and running at what we did in the summer, um, I didn't get way faster, a lot of footwork stuff and working the hands because the hands a big part of playing linebacker, especially, especially outside, you know, playing, walking down sometimes and, you know, just a lot of extra work you had to do after. Okay. Uh, as, as you kind of looked ahead to this season, I, I guess that's, that's a poor way to start that question. Were you a linebacker before when you were coming up through like middle school and junior varsity and all that kind of stuff? Or is that more of a new position for you? No, uh, I played quarterback and linebacker growing up, so it's not really new. It's used to it. Okay. So that's, that's something that Austin Newell has done as well. Did you talk to him much about that? Obviously you guys are playing together now. Yeah. Well, I didn't, I didn't like quarterback as much. I liked, (laughs) I liked, I liked hitting people, you know, that's a good trait to have in a linebacker. Yeah. What well, what about you? What are your hobbies away from from football and sports? Uh, I hang out with a lot of family and friends and play a lot of video games. You could say. Uh, did, uh, so, did, yeah. What's what's the video game du jour right now? The last the last one that I was like in on, so to speak, I think would have been Fortnite, and I was terrible at it. So, what's what are you guys up to nowadays? I play a lot of GTA. Okay. I play two K. To uh, basketball, two K. Yeah. Okay. Say I play golf, two K. That, that's me being thirty-two years old. I don't even have any idea what you guys are talking. About. <laughs> <laughs> you got other things to worry about at this point. All right, that's Caleb Barnett, Lane Condry. Guys, thanks very much for the time. Thank you. Back with more in just a moment. This is Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. For families who like to build their wealth while staying liquid. We have flexible rate CDs to keep your funds working hard, even when you're not. First National Bank of Broken Arrow, the right balance. Welcome back one final time this week to Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. Adam Hildebrand alongside Coach Josh Blankenship. Uh, You got Norman North this week. What have you seen from the Timberwolves on film? Very talented team, um, uh, very good up front on both sides of the ball. They're huge on their offensive line. Uh, their front seven on defense is very talented. Um, they've, they've had a really good running back, really two of them. 
Uh, on offense, uh, we think the the starter uh, might be dinged up and out. Uh, their second one's really good as well. Um, quarterback is a beautiful six foot three D one looking specimen. Uh, can throw the ball really well. So um, really, really good t- team. Very well coached team. Um, and again, we got to go on the road, travel two hours plus, um, playing on a Thursday. All the excuses are there. So I'm anxious to see how we respond to uh, some success and a win. Um, I know we've done well responding with a little bit of a chip on our shoulder um, when we haven't been rewarded with with a win. Um, I'm really excited to see, uh, especially following this this week of prep that we've had, how we, we show up and play. And it's the second week in a row that you've got a Thursday game. Yeah. Does that help having that in back-to-back weeks? Because you've kind of just gone through right. this process. Yeah, I think when they're back-to-back like that, it feels a little bit more uh, in the routine, in the rhythm, and you're not really thrown off as much as you are when it, with a random Thursday game. So um, I think we've been able to uh, stick with a good routine, and, and I don't think the kids have even noticed. All right, we'll have the game for you on AeroVision Thursday night to kick off at 7.05 from Norman. Coach Blankenship, thanks for the time. Thank you. That's it for this edition of Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib.